0: Hello, and welcome back to the Tells Podcast.
1: Hello, sounds so official.
0: My name is and this podcast is on poker and love. Well, for the time being, I'm joined by my co-host Andrew Nimi. What do you
1: mean for the time being?
0: It might change. To what? That's what we're going to talk about today.
1: Is it? Okay, I'm ready. I'm here for it
0: hi andrew nimi
1: you like that phrase i'm here for it do i sound hip when i say that
0: no you do not i think Actually, i do you sound like a out of touch
1: i'm here for it fellow kids
0: but you're not a kid and that's why it sounds so ridiculous fellow youngsters okay uh how is your poker week
1: great thanks for asking how was yours
0: how many times did you play poker this week
1: yeah it was pretty good um played some plo at the aria so that was cool It's always good to switch it up, you know, for variety's sake. I'm a fan of the PLO. I'm addicted to it, not going to lie. It's hard to go back to that two-card after playing that four-card. It's fun.
0: Two-card's not fun anymore?
1: Just more action, you know. Uh, Las Vegas can be a little bit slow in the two-card game sometimes. So the four-card game, always action. Pretty much always.
0: was the video this week? I didn't watch your video. Thanks. Uh... I started watching your podcast. What happened to your leg? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Dude's I bruised. just got distracted. Andrew's got a massive bruise on his. I don't know what happened. Left.
1: You play. You play PLO. Things happen. You know. <laughs> you can get hurt out there in the PLO streets.
0: Okay. So this is know. this is what's exciting about PLO. Yeah. You come home with unknown bruises. Yeah,
1: but uh, Aria is the spot for the PLO here in Las Vegas. Um, usually the five, 5 10 game is going, as well as the one-two-five bring-in game. So that's a lot of numbers. I know it can probably sound confusing to a lot of people, but uh, a couple different stakes there, but pretty decent action usually, so, and it's fun because people by now people generally have a sense of uh, how to play the PLO and not overvalue too many hands. But I still think there's a lot more action in that game than there is in the no-limit.
0: So you're liking PLO for the action. Two card is boring.
1: Um, at least here in Las Vegas. But I did go play the two card last night. Okay. And for a while, the game was pretty terrible. It was miserable. I was playing with my buddy Benton of the Hand History Lounge.
0: Shout out to Benton. What's up?
1: Yeah, shout out to the HHL. Uh, and yeah, the game, we were texting each other. We were like, wow, this game is miserable. There was like six people that were on the transfer list to get off of the game.
0: That's how bad the game was. Yeah, people were like, "I'm out of here." Yeah,
1: like six of the eight people. So what I think me and Benton were the only ones who couldn't be bothered to go get up and put our names on the list.
0: <laughs> so you and Benton sat at the same table.
1: We did, yeah. Because so it was you
0: a are twenty percent responsible for this terrible game. Yes. Okay. How? Why didn't you and Benton make true? the twenty-five percent? Why didn't you and Benton make the game better? What is it? Eight. Te- eight-handed now okay so yes you're 25 percent responsible for making Mm -hmm. this game poor Mm -hmm. why didn't you do something to improve it
1: lazy what do you mean like do what
0: i don't know i mean what do you suggest (laughs) so demand
1: everyone does shots
0: uh probably not gonna work Mm -hmm. but what makes a game exciting is a more chilled vibe was everybody super serious
1: um well there was a lot of people that were just kind of generally playing snug ranges.
0: Were the iPad people? Those well, people the thing who is, keep- it's kinda
1: of tough like with the plexiglass, it's tough to make it like a real sort of like social fun atmosphere, you know, because everyone's kind of like in a cubicle. So it's tough to really like engage the entire table in a conversation or to get everyone to like agree to around a round straddle. so kind of straddles. You kinda have to like stand up and like look over the plexiglass and be like, hey guys over there, what do you think about this? You know? So You
0: can't hear each other through the plexiglass?
1: You can't really hear the people at the other end of the table. You can hear okay. people next to you. Even that's a little tough though, because you're also wearing masks. So
0: So it's muffled barriers.
1: Yeah, it makes it a little tough to sort of generate a fun sort of you know, jovial social situation.
0: So shouldn't you be adjusting your expectation of the game?
1: No, I just demand. I'm, I'm very uh, entitled. Yeah. Okay. I'm very entitled to poker, good game stuff happening. No, not really. I mean, I'm just saying that uh, eventually, the, the the long story short is that eventually what happens when there's a lot of people on the transfer list and the game kind of sucks is either you can join them on the transfer list or just wait it out and eventually all those people will cycle off and they'll get replaced by others and granted you don't know who's going to come join the game but chances are it can't get much worse so if you just be a little patient (laughs) those five or six people will transfer off the table and then you have a little bit better of a game
0: and so did the game improve yeah okay so more fun people came to the table Mm -hmm. And what were these people doing? Splashing around mm-hmm, more? Mm-hmm. Because you obviously can't talk to them. Nope. So just,
1: just play bad. That's all I need you to do. Play bad. <laughs> you know, let's play more hands. Let's not... You know, there's a lot of like raise, pre-flop and fold. I think I play like borderline too many hands sometimes. Not like total maniac, but probably more hands than the typical Bellagio 510 reg will play. Hmm. So... Like if I raise and everyone folds, you know, or if someone else raises and everyone folds and that over and over again, it's just, there's just nothing happening in the game.
0: It's boring.
1: Yeah. So, uh, eventually, you know, my raise with Jack nine suited gets called by a couple spots and then we see some flops and there's some, some action, you know? Okay. Uh, so yeah, we played the four card that went well. Played the two card last night that went well. Nice. So can't complain. All right. Life seems pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's what he says on this podcast. But Mm -hmm. what I experience is poker playing. I'm sorry. Creation of a vlog.
1: Whatever it is, I'm sorry.
0: The mini sadness between said vlogs. Is there? I think so. I I think think you. Not so much these days. I experienced it this week.
1: That's because I had a headache. That had nothing to do with anything. Vlog-wise, poker-wise, life-wise. I just had a headache. Is that what you're talking about or something else?
0: So a headache causes you to say, what should I do with my life? (laughs) (laughs) A headache?
1: No. (laughs) What should I do with my life, actually, now that you bring it up?
0: (laughs) Uh, So last week we skipped recording the podcast Mm -hmm. because we uh, traveled to chicago to go and visit our friends james and nina who recently had a new baby shout out to brooks
1: shout out to brooks
0: and that was really fun
1: yep that was good times it was good because we basically like just hung out around the house the whole time rather than like running all around the city it was nice to just chill spend some time with the baby get to know him have him get to know us and uh hang out with james and nina too
0: how much time did you spend with the baby, TBH? Uh, I mean, we were in the same room a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I held him you... once, and Ooh. then,
1: <laughs> and then, you know, had him grab my finger a couple times and stuff like that. What so, do you want me to do?
0: So when you meet somebody's baby, you don't want to hold them.
1: I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind one hold. Yeah, I think I'm a little nervous about holding someone else's baby. Why? Like when I was holding Brooks, I wanted to hold him over the couch,
0: <laughs> just in case you dropped him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. But it's pretty unlikely that you're going to drop
0: them. But why are you nervous?
1: Because that's a human life. I don't want to like... It could be fragile, you know?
0: Babies are not that fragile. Probably
1: not, but they might be, you know? What if you drop them on the wrong angle?
0: Yeah, James said the same thing. He said, yeah, I wouldn't want to...
1: Hold someone else's hold baby.
0: It, which to me is really bizarre. Why? why wouldn't you want to hold the baby? That's, we left Las Vegas... And travel all baby. the way there. I held the baby. To just look at the baby. I
1: held the baby. We're also there for just, you know, emotional support. <laughs> it's a very trying time in the Rosenthal household.
0: Emotional support. <laughs> did, you, did you hold James's hand to give him some <laughs> emotional support? No, I drank a beer with him. Though. <laughs> the baby's really cute. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. I enjoyed playing auntie for a weekend. But inevitably, the conversation always comes up on oh, you would make such a great mom. Mm -hmm. And I think that logic is very flawed. Why? Just because I can look after a baby for a weekend does not a great mom make.
1: Okay. But Uh, maybe they can tell based on how other people have handled that weekend compared to how you handled that weekend. Maybe it's relative (laughs) to other people who immediately freaked out. And you're like...
0: Immediately freaked out. Yeah. (laughs) And you just kind of
1: held it together. You're like all right well this is what you do you know this is how you get through this
0: i mean i i probably because i've spent time with babies right nina and i were talking about how uh she didn't spend a lot of time with children before she had a baby and i have you know uh friends babies cousins babies people at churches babies you know yeah Ha- I've had babies in my sphere for a long time, yeah. but it doesn't automatically. I mean, I think there's the the idea that you're you're holding a baby makes you like want a baby of your own. All right. And for me, it is. That
1: seems a little silly, but just holding a baby,
0: just being in the vicinity of a baby, like oh, you want a baby? No. I don't want a baby.
1: Sure, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I wouldn't suggest as such.
0: But somebody who holds the baby once—it's
1: not like it's the first time you're seeing a baby.
0: Yeah, but you did—you held the baby one time, and you—but you are like, yeah, I want a baby, which yeah. is weird to me because you're going to have to hold the baby. It's <laughs> fine, but
1: I don't want to like be accountable for someone else's uh, bruised head—the head of their baby, you know. If it's on, if it's my baby and I bruise their head, then it's on me. It's my, I'm the dad. So things are going to happen regardless. I'm going to, I'm going (laughs) to screw that kid up one way or another anyway. So what's the difference? I don't want to screw this kid, their, their kid up, you know, physically.
0: But shouldn't you be like practicing trial? No.
1: No, don't worry about it.
0: Uh, But anyway, thank you to Nina and James for letting us come and visit and hold the baby. Even though some of us only held the baby one time. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a great time playing auntie. So, and then on Monday, I went and saw a therapist for the first time. Mm. A psychologist.
1: This is huge.
0: Uh, Is it? No. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it was fucking awful.
1: Huh. That's that's a bad review (laughs) for anything.
0: And the funny thing is that they are reviews on google Mm -hmm. but you never know right like
1: well people are going to connect and bond with different people and that might have nothing to do with you
0: so what do you think should be the way to rate a psychologist or a therapist
1: well maybe that person rating it should mention something about either their personality or what they're looking for in the service and what type of service they received and how that matched up with expectations and needs what do you think about that
0: yeah i just think that it's uh it's so lacking the ability to find these types of people
1: okay well do you want to tell us why your experience was so awful
0: maybe it's watching too much movies, seeing too many interactions of psychology and therapy online or on on TV. But uh, I thought my psychologist was, I mean, I guess they're supposed to be aloof. I've been trying to like think about it. So as to not say, the person is bad, but I didn't feel a connection. and meaning connection, like somebody's hearing you, I felt. So one of the things we spoke about initially was this idea of having children. Because obviously I'm trying to find out whether I want, I don't want to have children because I really don't want to have children. Or if there's other things that I'm not taking into account that lead me to the this conclusion that I don't want to have children.
1: Okay. Right. Trying to find out what that path looks like.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've spoken about this on the podcast before. If you've listened to previous episodes of Tells, like season one, maybe right, we spoke about um, wanting to have children and not wanting to have children. And I've always said I'm not sure that I want to have children Mm. because I don't see the upside. Mm -hmm. Um, But every time I say that to people, the it's always there's no questioning, which I understand, like it's not anybody else's job to question me about why I don't want to have children, but it's always convincing, you know, like convincing that this is the right thing to do. And of course you're going to find joy in.
1: It's them convincing you? Yes. Okay.
0: And I felt like my therapy session was the same.
1: Yeah. Okay. So they didn't, so they're not asking questions about why you feel this way or like what, what events in your life led to this belief It's just like, we need to change this about you.
0: Right. Essentially, the doctor or whatever, the therapist was like, this sounds like a logistics issue. Logistics. Like, I can't fucking figure out (laughs) how to make my life work with a child.
1: Like, logistics meaning, like who's gonna look after the baby at at these hours?
0: Yes, exactly. Like literally, that's what he was asking me. And I was like, I don't think that's the problem. Sure. Like the desire to have children. Yeah,
1: that's like, that's very surface level. Like we need to go a little bit deeper, I think, about like creating a person and uh, how that incorporates into your entire life and beliefs Yeah, and bringing a human into the world.
0: I was very angry
1: (laughs) well did you tell him that that's not
0: yes because I was trying to be open-minded and not jump to conclusions because pretty early on it was nobody ever regrets having children which I think is a lie (laughs) I think people will never admit that they regret having children Mm -hmm. even if they do because in society it's considered a taboo it's a taboo to say Oh, I brought this person into the world. You can there's no return policy, obviously, mm-hmm. and to admit that to somebody else or even admit it to your child because you don't know how you might fuck them up by saying, "Yeah, oh, this was a mistake.
1: yeah, well, it's probably for the best not say that to your child
0: but I don't believe that means that people don't regret having children, so not only did he tell me that nobody's regre- ever regretted nobody that he's seen has ever regretted having a child yeah. his sister who is now 49 never had children and she regrets it
1: <laughs> okay well i mean obviously there has to be both like out there in the world both types of people both results of people So there's got to be people that didn't have kids and regretted not having kids and there's also gotta be people that had kids and regretted having kids. There has to be.
0: That's what I think.
1: So it, it is a little silly for the uh, Mr. Therapy guy to say, eh, nobody ever regrets having kids and everyone who didn't have them always Regret. regrets it.
0: I had kids when I was young.
1: So when you told them uh, that you don't think it's a logistics thing, did you say that or? I did. What do you say to that?
0: He says, yeah, I think you just need to talk to your partner and figure out how your life would work.
1: So he didn't want to know anything about like your childhood?
0: Not really. He asked like, why do you think you don't, why do you think that is? And I said, because I don't have a compelling reason. Like, just do it. You won't regret it. You don't so have, it's just not good enough for me.
1: You don't have a compelling reason to have kids. Correct. Mm-hmm.
0: And so the reason being that, I guess also part of me is afraid of not exploring it enough. And then I am regretful later. Mm-hmm. You know, like in my in my mind today, I'm like, beh no I'm good I don't want to have children Sure, but not taking the time to actually understand that stance
1: mm-hmm. well I mean so it's pretty annoying to have a, a professional to not walk down the path with you to really like investigate it then
0: well I mean that was the idea right because I felt like I've been toying with this idea by myself for many years and the result is always like, ah, leaning towards a no. Uh-huh. Like, I absolutely love hanging out with other people's kids. Nothing wrong with that. But I don't have the responsibility, <laughs> right? Firstly, I think it is such a big responsibility. Not enough people take it seriously Yeah, I mean, it's got to be
1: the biggest. There is.
0: But maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's not the biggest responsibility. And I am what now... What is president? president is definitely not the biggest responsibility what's bigger i don't know than president (laughs) Um, supreme court (laughs) no maybe the surgeon who's operating on you that day that they have a pretty big responsibility Mm. maybe the bus driver who's driving (laughs) you down the highway careening at 65
1: (laughs) wow quite a scene quite Mm -hmm. a scene you just created there yeah Okay. Um, well, I think that by seeing somebody, which is tough and awkward and frightening for some people, I don't know if it is for you, but yeah, uh, but
0: I told you before, I was like, I don't think I want to go.
1: Sure. So, well, I think that's like if you say that you're worried about later on uh, not investigating it enough, I think that's a pretty big step into investigating it deeper. Like, how? Like what else can you do in order to investigate it deeper so that you won't regret it later?
0: Yeah, I mean, that was the logic, was that I needed somebody who was impartial because all my friends are very much Mm pro-kids.
1: They think I'll be a great dad.
0: They think Andrew will be a great dad. Even though
1: I'll be at the casino all night.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Um i mean that makes a great dad right not being in the kid's life because you you can do less wrong
1: really it's quite a cynical <laughs> view on yeah, I fatherhood mean, the more the <laughs> jesus <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were going to say something about like making money for the family to support them but not like just don't be around to screw everybody up
0: pretty much damn
1: okay uh okay so yeah what else can you do try again you can try another uh doctor
0: um, yeah, somebody I,
1: else to chat to?
0: I guess so I how mean, much did it cost uh with insurance, it was a fifty five dollar copay okay,
1: that's pretty cheap
0: so fifty five dollars to
1: are some people more expensive?
0: yeah,
1: maybe we need to maybe it's you get what you pay for kind of a thing
0: no, but he probably bills insurance three hundred dollars for yeah, that but hour still. So I should just pay somebody three hundred dollars.
1: I don't know. I don't know how it works, but maybe we just need to find someone who's, yeah, charging a little bit more. Like <laughs> I said, and think it could be getting getting what you pay for, kind of a thing. You think so? I mean, fifty to five dollars is pretty cheap for something that's like such a important.
0: Uh, are you c- conveniently forgetting the hundreds of dollars I pay in premiums insurance. every month, I guess and that's we don't true. go to the doctor?
1: I don't know. I guess I just look at that as like cost of doing business in America.
0: Yeah, so maybe I'll find a five hundred dollar dollar an hour therapist. See.
1: <laughs> let's let's take some steps up that <laughs> ladder. We don't need to jump all the way up. But uh, um yeah. Uh I am proud of you for going. I've never been to see somebody to talk to. Uh and I imagine it would be very awkward and tough so proud of you for that and uh it seems like you're willing to maybe try somebody else even though it will still be tough and awkward again
0: yeah what choice do i have
1: none i'm forcing you
0: i mean (laughs) (laughs) i can just talk to nobody and uh just stay and even if it's not about maybe i could just stay and trust myself that i know myself well enough to you know that this is the right decision for myself
1: well even if it i don't think it has to be like approached from i'm not sure you're going in trying to find someone to change your mind but just like the fact that you have the question about like am i thinking through this completely or and like am i doing everything that i can in order to like avoid regret later on and just like having uh an ear to you know present those thoughts to and those questions to I think gives gives a good case for like finding somebody to talk to about it and trying it trying yeah like trying to just like talk through these things with somebody without expectation of like um, needing to come to like the the other conclusion that's you know different in your mind or or whatever you know just like kind of going in a little bit more open-minded about it than that not that not more open-minded than you are I don't know if this is making any sense it (laughs) probably isn't (laughs) I lost you
0: like 30 (laughs) seconds ago I'm like what are we talking about (laughs) what about you how do you feel about this um about you seeing seeing a therapist the reason I mean obviously there's not one reason I'm going to see a therapist but uh one of the main ones i think is this decision on procreation right i mean i'm just not sold (laughs) (laughs) i think uh, so much of it is socially like a social pressure and a social
1: and so you're trying to be contrarian or what
0: i'm not trying to be contrarian
1: you mean just like the reason why people have kids is because of social pressure
0: and right? And obviously, people will say, "Well, that's just like in your DNA and all this stuff." What is like wanting to procreate? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just a built-in desire.
1: I just, I just want, I just think I'm going to be a cool dad. That's all.
0: But what if you're not a dad? Are you going to be heartbroken?
1: Mm, it's tough to say.
0: So maybe you should see a therapist to see. I probably those, I, I feel
1: like I probably would be disappointed like as of now I feel like looking to my future self I would probably be disappointed.
0: Fuck, we have a lot of problems.
1: <laughs> but I'm also willing to like say and understand that I don't know what future me is going to feel like. Life has there's like been plenty of things that have happened in life that like I didn't you know foresee happening. And, like, I didn't know what I would be like now, 10 years ago. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Or how I'll be. Maybe I'll be extremely angry, and you'll just have to deal with that. <laughs> but but you will. You'll deal with it.
0: <laughs> did we Did we make a bad decision on not talking about this more when we were younger?
1: What do you mean like to make sure we're on the same page
0: right and make a decision because for many people this is like a deal breaker right mm-hmm. like I don't i'm not sure you're certain we should just go i don't know how you can wait
1: i don't know how you can do that like to be so sure of something as like a 28 year old guy 29 year old guy you know
0: yeah i mean some people know from you know, Yeah, they say that. that they say this that. Is, this is the path. Sure. Yeah, but like, like they, it's, want they know
1: that as like a kid knows things. But like does a kid like actually know things? They think they know things. But what do they really know? You know, when like when you look back on yourself as a kid, you're like, oh, man, that was embarrassing. Like I was I was I was a properly a kid, a <laughs> dumbass kid. And I mean, sure, some things uh, don't change. You carry it with you later on into life but uh, I think it's pretty tough to like say this is the list of things that my partner must be because these are the things I am now and always will be and so will that person hmm. um, but uh, I don't know like you can start with like generalizations and you know go with the flow
0: Hey yeah yeah. Okay. Well, um we didn't go out and do anything fun this week, so do we have any B roll? We're gonna use some Chicago B roll. Is there any Chicago B roll?
1: No camera I brought the camera but it stayed in the bag.
0: Oh, do we have some listener feedback?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's not a feedback type of show this episode.
0: I think we should give some people Kay. some some listener feedback, maybe. No? Okay. So we got a message from six four seven And she says, thank you for always providing top quality and insightful podcast entertainment. Stay safe and sane and keep doing difficult things. Your body and mind will always be thankful in the end. So,
1: Is this a reference to mountain biking? Yes. Hmm.
0: Remember that episode? Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was terrible.
0: Adam from Raleigh. Is that how you say it? Raleigh. Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina says, I just watched the latest Andrew Andrew YouTube video. The opening segment about the town fridge made me fall in love with you both even more than I already was. Rock on, stuff that fridge full. The both of you are awesome. All the hot heart eyed emojis.
1: I don't like these uh these these messages. There's no point in reading these.
0: Send Andrew some hate. <laughs> Send Andrew some difficult questions. I
1: mean, we need some like some questions or something because we're just like reading like nice messages about ourselves <laughs> to, the, to the
0: audience.
1: <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. It's great. Thank you for sending all these messages. They're we fantastic. We questions. Yeah. I mean, like what are the people getting out of us like reading nice messages about ourselves? That they
0: should love us. <laughs> okay. Let's listen to a, part, a voice message. Shall yeah.
1: we? Let's do it.
2: Hey, Andrew and Lucy. It's Dave K calling to follow up on our pizza conversation. Andrew is spot on when it comes to Detroit pizza. Jets and Buddies are the way to go. Jets and Buddies, no doubter. So you might want to try the old four-corner pizza at Jets. Four-corner is great. Buddies, you just can't go wrong with anything from Buddies. Uh, Secondly, uh, Old Chicago In East Lansing is a good one for deep dish, uh, Detroit-style pizza. So maybe when this COVID thing is over, you can hop on a plane in the fall, catch some changing leaves, tour Michigan State University, and grab some old Chicago pizza. That would be ideal. Hell yes. uh, After that, while you're in Michigan, how about we have a mug, a little meet-up game. A lot of good casinos in Michigan. doesn't have to be in downtown Detroit. There's a lot of casinos. So let's see if you and Brad can make that happen. 2021. Little meetup game and some Detroit style pizza. That's
0: it. See you guys. Bye.
1: Dave knows what's good. Dave K.
0: Dave knows what's good. Dave
1: sounds like a guy I could hang out with.
0: All right, Dave. Thank you for the follow up. I really
1: want to take you to East Lansing. He's right. I wanted to do that this year, like right now. Maybe a little bit earlier right than right now. now, but yeah, right now. Still haven't taken you around Michigan State University campus. That's on my bucket list before you get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, we'll do that next fall. And then the other thing.
0: Okay. (laughs) And then I'll be pregnant with child. All right. (laughs) Let's uh, listen to this voice message.
2: Hi, Boosie and Andrew. Uh, This is Anand. I'm calling from uh, Northern California uh, in the Bay Area. Uh, Andrew might know me as uh, Anand2211 um anyway great job i love listening to your podcast it's uh I have a feeling like uh, you know i can just lounge uh on a, a tabana by the beach and just uh, listen to you uh you guys are great i love listening to the to the stories uh you know and all the all the talk um and andrew has a great face for radio um just kidding andrew um anyway you know keep it going i look forward to the future episodes um and uh by the way Eric is just like mountain biking um should be a good a try andrew uh cheers guys uh keep it going Bye.
1: shout out to annand Anand.
0: uh so everybody's encouraging this mountain biking i That's think right. this is a new hobby that you should try and pursue Andrew Nimi.
1: <sighs> okay i mean yeah i feel like i've recovered fully mm. um give I, it a I can second. Give, it a, give it another go but i would yeah i've told you plenty of times but let's try a different trail so i wanted to head up to mount charles and see what there is to to bike up there
0: okay and uh yeah i think that's all we have time for on this episode of tells yeah if you like this podcast please subscribe to our channel and leave us a comment down below share it with your friends and also you can Write to us if you have any questions or comments or if you want to be my therapist, if you can practice in Nevada, 702-690-9299. You can call and leave us a voice message or drop us a text.
1: Chat to you soon.
0: Until next time, bye. Bye.